happens when you put joy, superheroes, and a love of all things good and holy together? You get the Guardians of Virtue podcast, designed for saints who want to fight for the most precious of all gifts of our time, virtue. Join your host, Elisa Lindsay Johnson, that's me, as I discover everyday heroes who all have one thing in common, a desire to fight as Guardians of Virtue. For God, freedom, and our families, let's discover together what it really means to be a guardian of virtue. Welcome to episode 16 of the Guardians of Virtue podcast. Today's episode is with another very talented musician, Yehosh Bonner. I've had the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have the pleasure of actually performing with Yehosh at a sacrament meeting here in South Carolina two years ago. Performing as a pianist for such an accomplished singer was a true blessing I will always cherish. I feel humbled that Yehosh was willing to be on today's podcast. Our intention was to talk about what it means to be a guardian of music, but as our conversation continued, I quickly realized that Yehosh is also a guardian of heritage. He talks a lot about the blessings of his family heritage. He truly cherishes his family and told me he feels blessed to perform with his family all of the time. Yehosh Bonner is a singer and an athletics director at a Christian school in Utah. He also is a TV host for the BYU TV show Family Rules. Yehosh is an actor and is most recently found in the movie his brother created called Green Flake about black pioneer named Green Flake. He loves sharing his love for God through the music he sings and is often heard singing wherever he is, whether he is at home in the kitchen or at work on the basketball court. He travels across the country and performs in concerts with his family, the Bonner family where they sing gospel music that inspires others to lean on God. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Yehosh Bonner, a guardian of music and family heritage. Well, Yehosh, thank you so much for joining me today. Honored to be here. Thanks for thinking about me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been so excited to talk to you, and uh, I look back on our time together fondly two years ago when we yes. together. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Uh, We're hoping to come back again. <laughs> please. And I hope that you consider me as your pianist again. Yeah. Hey, we, we rocked it. We rocked it. <laughs> yeah, we did. That, that little sacrament meeting song was good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so let's go ahead and get started by asking a question I like to ask at the beginning. Um, so I obviously, as most people would probably think, I consider you to be a guardian of music. Your whole family, are, they're all guardians of music, um, <laughs> but I knew you. So. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so what does it mean to you to be a guardian of music? Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, that's quite the compliment. Um, to be a guardian of music, I mean, I feel like there's there's been a gift um, that I've been able to nurture in Christ. 
Mm-hmm. And um, obviously through some training with my mom and um, and and having the heritage the heritage that I have. Um, but regarding music, I feel like there's a responsibility that comes with that in terms of sharing this gift to uplift, to inspire, um, to uh, most importantly praise God. You know, I feel like the most powerful spiritual experiences that I've had um, have involved music. You know, yeah. and, and so for me to know what kind of a power, powerful tool um, music is, um, I have to protect it. I, I, it's a serious thing. I don't. I don't just. Normally, I, I don't go and perform songs that don't mean something to me or that don't yeah. have a message connected to it. Um, I, I share music to um, to serve, um, to praise, um, and I listen to music that educates me. Mm-hmm. I love that you said you only perform music that makes you feel something. Yeah, it means something. Exactly. It has to ha- there yeah. has to be a message. There has to be a reason for me singing the song you know <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I think that you can absolutely tell when somebody's performing something and they don't feel it mm-hmm. so I love that you mentioned your mom teaching you everything you know about music she's the guru she's legendary <laughs> Deborah she Bonner. is I love it <laughs> uh so um, what is a valuable lesson that you learned from your mom uh, about being a guardian of music? That it's not about me. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm singing performing, it's not about me. Um, uh, I think a lot of times you just feel so good. Oh, that note sounds so great. <laughs> we can get lost in our own experience when we're performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be something that we enjoy, but like like I said before, it's a it's a it's a way for us to serve. I feel like the best way for people to serve is to use a gift or a talent or something they're passionate about, and and to use that gift to serve. You know, if you're a barber and you love cutting hair, <laughs> you know, yeah. what a great way to serve somebody. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're great at cutting grass, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. What a great way to serve somebody. You know, I mean, there, there, there are talents that all of us have. If we don't have, if we don't know what talent we have, we can develop one and we can seek that out. But when you serve um, from a place of passion and love, people feel that. They can tell, you know. And, and so um, when I am singing in, in various venues or concerts or churches, um, I really strive to um, make sure that that testimony or the, the spirit of that song comes through. Yeah, I I definitely feel that when I decided to stop being scared about performing piano, mm. whether it's at church or yes, um, I do living room concerts at my house or whatever. When I finally decided to stop being scared about it, that's when that's when my talent really started to grow, and mm-hmm. that's when people started responding better to it. Oh, now I, I haven't haven't performed like you have haven't performed like for the profit or all over the country but um yeah i think that's a form of you know stopping to think about yourself right it's not just how good you're doing it's also the you know pushing through the nervousness and being willing to share your talents even though it might be scary yeah, it, it definitely can be scary. And I love how you mentioned that fear, because fears are a real thing. You know, mm-hmm. so many people are so scared to get up in front of others and to share your heart, to share something that matters to you. And not to mention 
with singing um, and, and, and any kind of musician, like a lot of times people are judging and scrutinizing you, you know? And so uh, I, I love the scripture that talks about how he has not given us the spirit of fear. Yeah. You know, if you have something that you want to share and give to the world, oh my goodness, if there's fear there, it's not coming from our father. It's coming from the enemy, you mm-hmm. know? So we got to push forward in faith and say, hey, it's not about me. This is what you've given me. And I don't care what level it is. This is my heart here. Take it. Like, yeah. I'm giving it to you. You know, I, I just love how um, fear um, is something that I've come to understand that, wow, that's the enemy. Yeah. Fear. Oh, okay. I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. like understanding fear. Oh my goodness. Um, it's a game changer. I love that. You said, you said, I, I don't care what level it is. Cause at least for me, it's really easy to compare myself to other pianists. Mm-hmm. Like just the other day I saw Gentry came out to, to Irmo and mm. performed this weekend. So I got to see them and even comparing myself to Steven, who you know, like, which is so silly to do because Steven you know, Nelson, that guy's brilliant, man. Oh man, he's so good. He's such a good pianist, and uh, you know, I don't play like he does, and that's okay. I don't also don't play by ear like he does or whatever. <laughs> but it doesn't doesn't make your talent any less. No. If it's different, it looks a little different than somebody else in the same realm as you, and you should still share it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're called in the area that you're in, you know, and maybe one day you might be called to do something somewhere else, but wherever you're at, that's where you lift, you know? Yep. I love that so much. All right. So you have been surrounded by music, obviously your whole life. You Mm -hmm. have a memory from your childhood that um, made you just think, oh yeah, I want to do music for the rest of my life. (laughs) <laughs> I knew I'd always have music in my life. I never, I never thought seriously that I would be doing it on the level that I'm doing it now. Like right now, this is yeah. a dream that people want to hear me sing. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? I tried out for my junior high talent show and I got cut. And my <laughs> friend, I mean, like what? Who doesn't make the junior high talent show? Everybody makes it right. I didn't, you know? Yeah. And so, um, just for a long time, especially being in a family full of singers like and being one of the lesser talented ones. Yeah. I always loved it. And so when my family would go sing in, in church or when my mom would have friends come over and she does have a sing for them, you know, I, people were not excited to hear me sing. But I just wanted to sing so bad. I just really, really loved it. That surprises so, me because you've dealt like... I want to hear you sing. <laughs> yeah, your voice you. is so good. It, it, it's amazing. It's unreal. Like I'm so grateful because I, I mean I love athletics. Athletics is yeah. what's been, like my career. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's right. You're a coach career. for basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. I coach. Yeah. Well, now I'm I'm, I'm an athletic director, so I see oversee oh. all athletics at my school. Yeah. Um, and so and I've gone to you know I mean I. I Played college and tried out some for some 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 pro professional teams and yeah um you know so I've always been athletics so I I knew that that was my profession but now that I'm singing I'm just like wow this is amazing and I never stopped singing I've always loved singing um but things that I have stopped me from sharing with other people is fear you know yeah. um you know just ever since 
<laughs> doing singing competitions with my brothers and sisters and never winning, trying out for the talent club, not getting in, uh, singing for some of my friends um, or, or teammates and people laughing at me like, man, all these things. I was so sensitive. Like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person that wants to hear me sing. And now that I get paid to sing, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's a testament to anybody who desires to do any kind of talent or um you have to and you've worked at it right that's something that you've worked at and and you can achieve you know as lord like god willing right if it's Mm -hmm. his will and you want to do it it's possible yeah absolutely absolutely my mom said because she i mean she wasn't like a singer when she was a little kid but she met a friend who sung in a church choir and she went to church with her and heard her friend sing and was like, oh my goodness, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And she said one of her first prayers, Lord, if you give me this gift, I will use it for you. Oh. Next thing you know, her church is paying for her voice lessons. She's touring Europe as a teenager, no you know, in scholarships to 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 sing at universities, you know, and now she's made a career out of it, you know, and the key for her expounding upon her gift was to use it for God, yeah. you know, so um, it's pretty amazing. And what she's, she, what she's built and what she's learned, she's passed on to us, her children, you know, so um, I'm grateful for that, to have that from my mom, but also on my dad's side, he, um, his aunt was one of the trailblazers of gospel music in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And so, um, you know, after after slavery, um, they came up from, I think, Brookville, Georgia, the Bonner Plantation, Brookville, Georgia, and settled in Cincinnati, Ohio. And she had a group, and they called themselves the Bonner Singers. She, It was her and her oh, siblings. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then it grew to a choir after that. And so she sang with her siblings. And it's um it's an honor to wow I'm keeping we're keeping this legacy going and that's Family just something history, that I learned yeah. in like the past six years I didn't know I didn't know that that's you know? so cool so it's fun when we when you get on stage it's every time where I'm I'm nervous I just my ancestors they're with me they're singing with yeah. me they're praising with me you know yeah that's so special to know that your like music has literally been part of your family for generations yeah <laughs> I love that. Um. Uh, what are some challenges you faced as you as you've tried to fine tune your voice? Like obviously, you there were. Uh, talent shows that you didn't yeah. you know, succeed at or anything. But um, I guess peeling back the curtains and thinking about exactly what it takes to, to grow your, your vocal instrument. What are some, ta- like, what are challenges you face to like get to the point where you were and failing and to the point where you are now, where you can, seeing at a moment's notice and everybody loves loves what you sing. Yeah. So like I said, athletics has been like my life. Um, 
Yeah. And as a basketball player and as a point guard, the guy that like runs the team on the floor for the coach, I'm extremely vocal. So yeah. my whole life I've been yelling and screaming. <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna destroy my voice. But um, so I sometimes I've I've like, oh my gosh, lost my voice. And then I I once I started getting into singing and I was still doing basketball, I mean like singing like in front of people, I, I started doing my mom's vocal exercises. And these are things that were strengthening my voice and allowed me to, to speak longer, to sing longer and to not lose my voice. And so I had to be conscious of, of what I was doing with my voice, how I was um, communicating on the court. And when I was coaching, how I was communicating to my players on the court. Um, and so uh, I think the challenge there is just making sure that I'm taking care of my voice. Um, and then even before that, you know, friends. <laughs> Who love you, you know, but you're yeah. you know, when you're when you're young, your friends they make fun of you. That's that that's at least that's what we did. We always kind of oh, made yeah. fun and joked on each other. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my friends growing up didn't even know that I sang. <laughs> 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 Only my really, really close friends, you know. Yeah. And so now that I'm doing music videos, putting stuff out there, people are like, What? Like, what do you yeah. Who what, are you? What was this, you know, <laughs> because I was scared. I was nervous. I had that spirit of fear that God yeah. did not give me, you yeah. know. And so what really uh, brought that out of me was um, when I moved. I was a director of basketball operations at Southern Utah University. And mm-hmm. then I moved up to Spanish Fork, Utah yeah. um, and a head coach job at a, at a high school. And my parents only lived about 30 minutes away. My mom had a, my mom had this gospel choir and you know, I joined it and um, she gave me some solos. Mm-hmm. This was, this didn't happen when I sung with my family. I didn't, I didn't get solos. <laughs> and so I had to manage my time because music obviously wasn't my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a teacher, <laughs> a father, obviously, and a husband. But then I was also coaching and I was working graveyard shift three times a week. So I was doing all those things and being in the gospel choir because I just had a passion for it and a love for yeah. it, really managing my time and investing in this music and this praise that I just loved, you know, yeah. and, and so having the support from my wife was, was huge. And, and just giving the opportunity to, to sing with my mom's gospel choir um, was so much fun and it was special for me. And it was new. I had this greeny fire for performing yeah. because I sing at the house all day. I'll sing around my wife all day, but to sing in front of people and to share my testimony, something that's precious to me, um, you know, can, can be nerve wracking. But I found that the joy overcame all that. And then I was yeah. with other believers and I was with my mom and my dad. And I was just like, this is amazing. I have been missing this. And so that really started, jump started my musical career as an adult, uh, singing in, in, in that gospel choir with with my mom and so I guess the challenges was just like time management how much did it matter to me that I wanted to do this was I willing to give up more sleep was my family willing to compromise the time that I'm not there because I'm already coaching yeah. I'm already teaching you know and so um it was it was definitely a lot of support from from my family my wife you know my kids and, and things like that but it was a choice that I that I wanted and I and I felt um you know attracted to I feel that but in fact time management or the challenge of figuring out life right now was one of my questions during or one of the things I was looking at during conference because because that it you know the life can throw you so so many responsibilities for me you, you listed yours for me I have piano teaching I have I'm a mom 
I'm a wife. I started this podcast because I had so much time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like so many, you know, I have a house to take care of. I have, you know, yeah. there are so many responsibilities and, but if it's important, yeah, then, then God will help you figure out. Absolutely. But it is a challenge. And yeah. And with music, if you want to do it at a high level, like if you want to do it well, like it costs money too. Yeah, <laughs> it know? costs money and practice. And yeah, practice. I mean, in that time, it's like I wasn't being paid in the gospel choir or anything like that. Yeah. But um, and then I wanted to do my own recordings that cost money. I wanted to do music videos that cost money. I yeah. I, I was losing money, you know, but gaining such great experience. And it was just it was a whole new life for me because I had been playing for so long and then, oh, I am no longer playing. I'm coaching, you know? And so mm -hmm. um, it was really, it was really neat to, to, to jump back into that passion and, and to network with other artists and, and singers, which was um, really would help launch me. You know, I had a friend named James. I have a friend named James Curran and he saw us singing in the choir. He's like, man, you're good. We should do a song together. You know? Yeah. I think I've heard his music, some of his music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And you have you have performed with all sorts of people in music videos. I know I've seen awesome. you do gentry songs. <laughs> yeah, gentry. You guys are gentry. you your brothers and gentry, you just it's magic. Oh, thank you. Thank your you. voices yeah, not blend we, so well. Well we can get along good. So I think that helps too. When you when you when you're friends with the other artists, you know, the, the friendship and the brotherhood is 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 good. Sisterhood, you know, just with your friends yeah. and praising God in some of those or or your mom in one case, yeah. <laughs> you know, we oh, would yeah. give our moms a shout out and that was cool. Yeah. And in the same song, you know, just singing a, 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 a song by Lauren Daigle, who's an amazing, mm -hmm. you know, gospel Christian artist, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Magic definitely happens when you sing and perform with other people who, yeah, believe in Christ too. And or when other people have a passion for for that. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite thing about performing with your family? Hanging out with them. I mean, they're they're like they're my best friends. We talk every day. <laughs> we talk every day. My wife is like, oh my gosh, you guys are talking again. Like we're <laughs> weird. Um, but we 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 talk every day and um to be able to see each other play games um yeah sorry to be able to see each other and, and play games and catch up with one another see each other's kids like it's so it's so fun you yeah. know so it's like oh we have another performance it's really like, oh we have another family vacation that's <laughs> you know? awesome mm -hmm. so that's fun that's fun and obviously music is, is a thing that unites us in our faith in god in christ um strengthens yeah. these family bonds you know mm -hmm. every time we're on the stage and we're testifying it it strengthens us. It uplifts us. And so I love that. I love that that's something that we are unified over because we're so very different. Even yeah. though there's eight of us and we all have the same parents, we all had a very different childhood and experience. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so some things are relatable, some things aren't relatable and we don't understand or don't we don't agree, but we agree on our love for the Savior. We yeah. agree and on our enjoyment of being around each other. And so that's beautiful. It's great yeah. that way. Uh, what are your most memorable performance? What are some of your most memorable performances? And 
I know one of them was performing with me in South Carolina, but <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, that but was besides so that, you, you can't <laughs> pick that one. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Coggins, man. That's yeah. my crew. That's my family I mean, out he, there. He's my so bishop good. right now. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's I get awesome. to I get to sit with sit with him in ward council every Sunday and talk about. Oh man, what a stud! So, oh yeah, I should love him. I should love him. <laughs> uh, they're so awesome. They're so awesome. <laughs> well, uh, most memorable. Um, gosh, I would say my first one was the B one celebration, um, where the prophet encouraged us to be one, and and we were celebrating. Um, the restoration of the priesthood to all worthy men, like specifically black men, my ancestry, yeah, right. um, being able to hold the priesthood and bless their families and, and be invited to all the blessings uh, that God has for us, you know, is something that has been uh, a point of contention in the black community and hard for right. us. And so for us to be recognized and for everybody to know that, that this is good, this is God's plan. And and um, just knowing how the priesthood has blessed our family, um, it was amazing to celebrate that there with the apostles and yeah. the prophet and the world. And right. we had never, like, we had talked about this, doing this performance, but my sister was in New York. My sister was in Louisiana. I had a sister in Georgia and a niece in Georgia. I had, sis I had a brother, I had two brothers and a sister in California. We were rehearsing like this. <laughs> like oh, over wow. the phone, over Zoom. I'm not over Zoom, over like FaceTime, and and it was um, it was like okay. The only time we were all on the stage at the same time was when we did the performance. <laughs> That's so, not nerve wracking. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be here. You're gonna be here. Okay, let's go. And so it was it was nerve wracking leading up, and then we got there and we just sang the songs that we sang when we were children, yeah. you know, and um, it was very um. I don't know. The spirit was so strong. It was so thick for us yeah. there. It was, it was, it was just that a celebration and being recognized for our culture and our mm -hmm. music um, in, in, in the, in the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints was so special. So that's probably number one. Yeah. Uh, that's probably number one. And then we, in that, you know, same, you know, whole event, uh, you know, we saw Gladys Knight, who's legendary, yeah, she's you know, so there was gospel yeah. music performed in the, in the, what? Gospel music? Whoa. Yeah. You know, that was amazing. Um, I think and, that and, that's yeah. one thing that I love about your family and Gladys Knight is that um, we as a church have, has, we've embraced gospel music and mm -hmm. music that's not hymn music, you know? Yeah. Because of your family and because of her, like oh wow, and it's, and it's also <laughs> it's also beautiful. Like I oh I love the music that you guys sing. Anyways, thank you. Wow, that's <laughs> a good compliment. <laughs> it, you wow. guys have. That's so. Stephanie and We're just grateful to, to do a little bit of what she does. You know, mm -hmm. it's been it's been so amazing. So yeah, that was the first, and then also learning about you know black pioneers early in the church and stuff. That was cool at that event. And the other one was at the same place. It was the, the prophet celebration. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. We all weren't on the same stage until the performance. But we got, <laughs> to, we got to meet the first presence. And we got to meet the prophet oh, man. backstage. And he was just full of love and joy and energy. And man, it was such an honor to sing for the, for the, for the prophet, you know, yeah. for the mouthpiece of the Lord. 
and, and for him to have, have be grateful that that we were there we were so we were so honored you know yeah i can only uh, imagine what that would be like and then the third last one was yeah. just like like a month ago was um in the all-star weekend yeah we performed at the hbcu game we, we performed the national anthem and lift every voice and sing mm -hmm. and then we also at the um the rookie the rising stars game sang the canadian national anthem and the and, yeah. and, and, and our national anthem and that was so cool um just being in that space because you know as a kid growing up and in college i was like oh i'll be in the nba i'll be in the nba one day and then i'm on the floor and passing by <laughs> guys and then and then seeing guys that i played you know against in college yeah. damian lillard we we played against each other i don't know if you know who he is but um, he's just a phenomenal player and, and an amazing competitor. And yeah. I ran into him and we we talked it up a little bit. He got to meet my family and I got to meet his brother and his kid. And it was it was just a sweet opportunity um, to be out there um, with some of the greatest athletes in the world and on yeah. the huge stage, you know, performing. So Yeah, that I remember seeing the, all the clips and stuff that you guys shared that looked like a really fun experience. It was, it was. And I had never um, heard lift up your voice and sing until last month. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I'm sure like, it's South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, well, over here, Utah, nobody I, knows what that is. Yeah. I grew up in California and yeah, uh, I had never heard it and never had a chance yeah, to hear it here. So, so it's much so pretty. To, to our country and specifically to the Black community. Yeah. Um, song that was sung, you know, originally. Um, for Abraham, to celebrate Abraham Lincoln's birthday yeah. in the 1900s. And, I read you know, that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's special for sure. And it's full of hope, too. Like, ah, yes. Full of hope, recognizing the darkness and the hardships of the past, but knowing that there's there's the strength that is brought to the future and hope for the future, you know? And yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. So we talked a little bit about music being spiritual in nature. Mm -hmm. uh, how have you grown spiritually because of your connection to music? Um, there's been times where in my adult life, a song will be in my head. Like, what is that song? And I'll hear the words of the song of the gospel song that I learned when I was younger or the mm -hmm. hymn that I knew growing up. And those songs replay over and over in my mind in different situations at different times in my life. And it helps me remember why I'm here, who I serve, who I'm striving to be like, you know. Yeah. And so um, it's a spiritual experience. And I remember music helps me remember specific times where I felt the spirit, specific times where I was in need of, of, of guidance, support, comfort. Um, I can remember um, vivid experiences because a song will bring me right back to that time. Yeah. You know? And so, and I think that's something that music does for, for most people is they'll listen to a song and, oh, it remind them of something, you know, and for me, gospel, inspirational music, it reminds me of experiences and things that the spirit has taught me. Yeah. There's a, um, a song that I remember playing the piano for when I was a youth. And it was as sisters in Zion and we'll bring the world his truth. Like the yes! um, classic song from our childhood. Absolutely. Right? And, and, mm. um, and so I, I got the chance to perform that with our youth a couple years ago. And it brought like flooded back uh, the memory of doing that as a, 
as a kid. So yeah, music definitely brings back yeah. some good memories. Absolutely. So um what I'm just curious, music and instruments, which your voice is an instrument, um, takes work and um absolutely, absolutely. To, to cultivate. So um what do you what does your practice regimen look like because obviously as as a musician you have to practice every day to be mm -hmm. able to keep your skills mm -hmm. or as much as you can right to keep your skills where they need to be so what does your regimen look like oh this is horrible you're exposing me <laughs> <laughs> okay honestly i have been practicing my whole life i sing every day i sing every yeah. day but i'm not like okay time to do my exercises all right <laughs> time to do this and practice this song i'm not in classes all the time like last summer i was in a six six week like boot camp with my mom and so when she has things going on i'll join them and yeah. so for six weeks we'll do the vocal exercises we'll do vocal performance we'll do a, a stage presence we'll do all these things because this is like my mom's profession and then if right. i have something big coming up like the week before, I'll call my sister Clotilde. Hey, I'm trying to hit these notes. I'm trying to sing this. What do you What do you think? Or how would you style this? And she'll help me out. She does like virtual voice lessons, and she's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm recording in the recording studio, right when I'm in the recording studio, I'll call my brother. So it's just depending on what is coming for me. <laughs> um, but I mean, honestly, I mean, I sing every day, so that's great. But in terms yeah. of focusing on you know, me, 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 you know, you know <laughs> like I'm not doing that every day, which I, if I, I, I wish I could, but like I said, I'm an athletic director. I'm a dad. I'm a public speaker. I have to step yeah. in and coach sometimes. There's so much that I'm doing. I, I teach, I teach yeah. all day, you know, at the school that I'm at. And so um, time is hard, but when things are coming up, then I can turn it on and get ready. But essentially, I've been preparing my whole life because I've been singing since, you know, I was can remember. Yeah. And I love music so much. I'm singing in the car every night, every night when I lay down with my kids at night, we sing a gospel song of praise, you I know. And so that. it's a part of everything that I do. But I'm not so focused on developing this instrument in terms of my vocal exercises every day to maximize what I feel like I probably could be doing. When I stayed with my sister in New York uh, a couple of years ago, um, we went up there for my birthday. And every morning I'd hear her like doing her bubble lips. Like she did it every morning. Yeah. He, that That is her profession. That's right. the only thing she does. Right. And so she has to do that every day. And she, she performs and sings on Broadway. So there it is. I told on myself. Well, <laughs> I don't do vocal exercises every day. I just sing gospel songs of praise at night and I sing uh, uh, in, the, in the car with my kids and family. <laughs> I, I'm the same way <laughs> as a pianist. I don't want to have to. Well, OK, it's partially because I don't want to. But like there's hand and exercises or scales I should probably do every day to help my uh -huh. skills. But sometimes you don't have time for that. And mm -hmm. sometimes playing something is better than nothing. Yeah. So Well, and what's so great is that we've been performing so much that I'm always singing the songs yeah 
And in my gym classes, I am always playing our music because I, I work at a faith-based school. So I'm yeah. always playing our music. <laughs> so I it's always that. in my head, you know, uh-huh. so just making it a part of my daily, my daily routine without even intentionally doing it um, is kind of a blessing that, that I've been able to do. So is it a challenge to like memorize your parts and song, like the words and stuff to songs? When I get booked for like weddings and stuff and I'm having to sing mainstream songs, yes. With the Bonnet <laughs> Family music, I listen to it all the time. So I, I'm good with those. I'll sing any part. Yeah. <laughs> but it's- when we started, it, 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 it was a challenge for some. It was just easier for me because I listened to it all the time in my classes, in the car with my kids. Like, I just love the music so much. I just yeah. learned it really fast. So Yeah. I love that. When people have special requests for their parties and like a month ago, no, like two, like maybe three weeks ago, um, I was booked for a birthday party and Valentine's Day party in Hawaii. Mm. <laughs> I had like five songs that I had to memorize. And I'm just like, there's no way. Yeah. So I memorized like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> and the other two, they just didn't get because as a performer, you do what you do well. Right. If there's, if there's any question, don't put your artistry on the line. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna end up freestyling, co-writing the song, <laughs> you know. You don't want them remembering that. <laughs> so I I I I really practiced and worked hard for those three songs, you know, and I got them done and they were great. So good. Why do you think God created music? Oh, man. Because <laughs> he loves music. <laughs> because music, they said this, the scripture says, uh, you know, the, the song um, of the heart is a prayer unto him. You know, um, you know, David was a musician. He praised God with, with song. You know, I think that music is such a great sacred way to praise our father in heaven. Um, so I think that's that's one reason is because God knew that he would get some of his greatest praise from his children mm. uh, with music. And um, I'm gonna go so far as to say that um, music probably, and there might be people that disagree with me, but music is probably one of the um, best ways to fill the spirit. The, the I agree. <laughs> invites the spirit the easiest. Yeah. It me, also man, drives the spirit away. Mm, <laughs> that's true. Worst, if, it, if it's the bad kind, but um, yeah. I definitely think God wanted to, like you said, he, he wanted us to praise him and that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the most pure way to do it, I think, because it it makes you vulnerable. It opens up your heart. It there's so many reasons for music, you know, to teach the doctrine, to feel the spirit, um, and to praise. You know, I think that um, music is such a, a great tool that so many um, 
Christians have used throughout time. You know, when you think about when I think about my own ancestry, I think about the spirituals that they sang. It strengthened them. It strengthened them. They were not allowed to read. It was against yeah. the law, but they were right. able to learn about a God that was for them because they weren't able to read it for themselves in the scriptures. They knew of these scripture stories because it was passed down through song, you know, so the yeah. education happens there as well. Yeah. You say your ancestors were in Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bonner Plantation in, in Rootville, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Um. I can't imagine having that kind of history. And yeah, I'm strengthened. I mean, just knowing that my ancestors endured what they endured and were able to be strengthened because they knew of God, because they knew of a better day that would come and they survived so that we could have what we have now. They survived because they knew that, hey, this isn't all of life. There's eternal life. There's life after this. And so um, knowing that and having that strength that that testimony it's still here like that love and that strength that my ancestors drew upon that strength yeah. is still here for me i'm yeah. stronger my faith is stronger because of the faith of my ancestors um i, I love being able to talk to other saints who have uh, pioneer heritage because mm -hmm. they went through some hard things they went on a trek and yet what were they doing they were still singing praises to god Man, my brother just died yesterday. My, I just lost my mom. We just lost our home and people are trying to kill us on this trek. Yeah. But I will praise him. Yeah. You know? And well, so my family uh, was driven out of Switzerland because, because of the gospel. Like, whoa. yeah. And so the, like, there's, it's amazing looking back on history, on our family histories and, um, and drawing on their strength like you said and mm -hmm. realizing that that if they went through something so hard like slavery or being driven out of your homes that um we can ex we can we can we can survive anything that life throws our way as well Man. yeah i mean I, and one thing that i that i love i heard this quote that says i am my ancestors wildest dreams like, yeah oh my ancestors father's dreams they kept their faith they endured um not just for them but for me so yeah. who am i to, to stop believing to stop mm. you know um taking advantage of every opportunity that i have because they died for it they, right. they survived for it you know they and so it's um i reverence them i'm so grateful for my ancestry and and, and for um the strength that they had you know and so it's great to learn more of, of them and to, to hear about this the stories of the spirituals and and um and also the the Bonner family singers you know because yeah. you know life wasn't the easiest for them and yet they were still praising him through music yeah it's possible to still have faith in god no matter mm -hmm. no matter i think i might need to say that you're also a guardian of family you host because oh. of all the ancestors <laughs> You know, and everything, just your reverence for that. It's, it's really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Just, I'm just honored to, to be here, you know, <laughs> and to, to have what I have, you know, and I know it's not by myself alone. So, yeah. Thank you. So, why, why do you think God gave you specifically the talent of music? Oh, man. Uh, to glorify him, 
to bring his children uh, to him to unite. Um, I think um, music is a, is a great uniter, you know, um, you know, he wants us to be one. And I think people generally can, can experience music that are is different from what they grew up with or from what they listen to or what they sing and they can appreciate it. Um, it could be a different style of music than somebody's used to, but then they hear the words and they, there's something that is memorable and, and true. Um, so I, I think for me, um, it's to serve, but then also it's to um, strengthen myself. Cause I, I mean, some of my, when I, my mom, I probably get this from my mom. She'll just bust out in song in the kitchen, just be singing a mm. spiritual, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, or she'll be talking to Jesus, <laughs> you know? And so uh, for me, um, my music is a way for me to talk to Jesus. It's it's yeah. a way for me to remember him. Um, it's a way for me to connect with my children and to teach them. Um, yeah. They have to know, they have to know that this, that they're, their value as children, because, um, and, and as black children in America, they have to know like, Hey, I am a child of God. Like yeah. God, that's my dad, you know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am entitled to all of his help and all of his blessings. You know, so I could say it and say it and say it, man, you put a tune to it, you put some mm-hmm. soul in it, and they'll never forget. That's true. It'll be with them forever. So yeah. I think he gave it to me for, for my family um, to unite his children um, and for me and my own journey. So what are some songs you sing to your children to help them remember? Yeah, so we sing a song called Right on King Jesus. Right on King Jesus, no man can hinder me. We I sing. love that. I was hoping you would sing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, we sing that. We sing, yeah. Um, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. We sing that one. We sing um, a song called Hold On. Hold on, it'll be all right. Joy comes in the morning light. We got some harmonies on that one. Um, mm-hmm. We sing um, primary songs. You know, um, I'm trying to be like Jesus. Families could be together forever. Um, yeah. We sing um, some original Bonner family spirituals. Um, our family did the soundtrack for a movie called Jane and Emma. Yeah. And, um, Jesus, take me to the light. Jesus, take me to the light, to the Mm -hmm. light. I wish my kids were down here right now. They could sing some. Oh, I would Um, love that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we just have a handful um, that we that we go through. So yeah, I'm gonna have to lift those up and well, we sing lift every voice and sing. We sing lift every voice. Yeah, yeah. We so it's just whatever songs they want to sing, and you know, in, in addition to the songs that I've taught them. So they're learning how to sing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So. I um, admire anyone that can teach their children music mm-hmm. because <laughs> there are some of my children I can, and some of them that <laughs> I definitely outsource. <laughs> yeah, my oldest, he'll only do like the songs of praise. Like other than that, he never really sings with us, but he'll mumble through the songs of praise, and he knows them. So <laughs> yeah. well, that's beautiful. Um.
Um, how have you seen God work in your life to help you reach more people through music? Man, um, just these opportunities, like people reaching out. My my brother um, has written most of our music, and um, I feel like he's just in, been inspired in the doctrine and the things that he teaches. And uh, one person will hear it, and he'll share it with another person, and it just gets shared and shared around. And and so people reached out for to us. Um, when I taught a leadership course, um, I used music, um, nothing yeah. specifically direct in, in, in the first school that I taught because, you know, you can't talk about God, you know, yeah. I talked about heroes and, I, and um, uh, about uh, investing in yourself. And I talked about, yeah, I sing the Mariah Carey song, There's a Hero, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I think a lot of times we lose the value in in, in us and and what we can do for other people. I think that's when I've yeah. been happiest is when I've been serving others, um, or I've been not thinking about me. You know, yeah. Um, um music. Oh gosh, I, I love getting messages from people because we live in a day and age now that anybody could be an artist. If you want to record something, you can go record it and put it online and people will hear it. You know, there's been songs that I, I've recorded that I didn't think very many people heard. And then I'll get a message. Hey, I heard this song today and it really touched my heart, really touched my yeah. spirit, you know? And so just the fact that I reached more than one person, like I've been in concerts where I've watched Alex Boyer mm. or I have listened to the Tabernacle Choir and I'm just like, Oh my goodness. If if I could just make one person ever feel like they made me feel tonight, like my life is made because yeah. it, it's like a game changer. So music can just be such a huge turning point in people's lives. And so um, I'm grateful that I can, that I can do that. And most, most of the music that I produce is spiritual music. You know, some yeah. of it is, is inspirational or generic or, or musical theater, but most of what I do um, involves the spirit, involves teaching, involves uplifting God's children. And so I yeah. think because I have such a great desire for that, God's given me that vehicle of music to do it. Yeah. And I could definitely um, feel that the spirit surrounds you all the time. And I'm sure that's because. Oh, we, we're all striving. <laughs> we're well, all yeah, striving. I mean, right. But like you, I can tell, I can tell that, that when you sing that, that you're, Definitely. Um, encircled about by the spirit of God and um, that he is a part of your work that you do. And it's so fun to see. Yeah, you can't do his work without his spirit. You know, this is his work. No. And so yep. um, this, is, this, is, this is one of the best ways that I know how to do his work is through my music, is through his music, is through testifying. Like if, if you don't have his spirit, only goes so far then it's just a show and it's entertainment and that's great it's fine but i want to bring people to him you know yeah. what i'm saying about him so yeah yes absolutely amen i love it um to finish out this interview i ask the same two questions every time i interview someone the first question is what example from the life of jesus christ shows that he was a guardian of music What from the life of Jesus Christ? Yeah. Shows that he was a guardian of music? Yeah. Go to my scriptures now. 
Well, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of going back to 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 David and even Psalms, you know, and how he prays to believe, you know, Jesus is the God of the Old Testament, you know, yeah. <laughs> and and um, I think that his relationship was so intimate with with God because with with Jesus because of his music um mm-hmm. you know someone who was constantly speaking constant conversation with the Lord and it was through music yeah you know and so um that is one way um you know I know the scriptures are just really a, a record of of God interacting with his children of, of, of Jesus interacting with those who he has saved. And mm-hmm. so the Psalms, just reading through that, like, man, this stuff is, is, is beautiful. And it's come, well, I, I know what comes from the heart goes to the heart. Yeah. Um, I'm a strong believer of that. And so um, that interaction in the scriptures, but then also my latter day interaction with the savior and speaking to him, mm-hmm. um, when my when we were writing and creating the music for the soundtrack, um, my brother was saying that it seemed like he this music was already in him. It was already in him, and it was just coming out, you know. And that's the spirit, you know. Sometimes we don't know what to say, but we open our mouth and just trust and believe, and he fills it up. Yeah, you know? I love that. Okay, if you could pick somebody. Past or present, who you think is a guardian of music? Who would you pick and why? Past or present, guardian of music. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Thomas Dorsey. He's mm-hmm. known as the um, godfather of gospel music. Um, he knew my my great aunt. No um, way. That's awesome. My great aunt. Um, and um, Grace Bonner is my green aunt. And I think he had such great musical ability, but then totally changed his trajectory in, in music and jazz and what, so whatever he's doing to strictly praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did it through some of the hardest things where he lost his wife and his child. And mm-hmm. he sang one of the most famous gospel standards, Precious Lord. Man, this is a hard trial. Lord, take my hand. Yeah, it's about reaching out because His hand is there. <laughs> Just take it. Take my yeah. hand. You know, lead me on. Help me stand because we're weak. You know, as I'm weak, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm worn. This happens in our daily walk. Yeah, but regardless of what's happening to us, we can find peace in the Savior. He said, "I will not leave you comfortless." You know. Um, Christ's love has not changed for us. 2,000 years goes to today. He still yeah. loves us just as much, died for us. And so Thomas Dorsey um, is definitely a guardian of music and has allowed people, specifically African-Americans, to praise in a way that we feel the spirit, you know, because yeah. we're all unique children of God. And so for us to be able to do it and express it in a way that that works for us, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's given us an outlet. To, to be ourselves and to praise him. There's not just one way in music. So. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you mentioned that we all praise God differently and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if we embrace it and we're okay, you know, and we realize it's okay, then it'll be beautiful. Mm, yes. 
myself. I was in New Orleans last weekend and um, yeah. we sang a song and saints in there. Hallelujah. Amen. And then they clapped at the end <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Let's yes. go. Here we come. <laughs> we, um, <clears throat> we lived in North Carolina when we were first married and um, there was a sister in our ward. Her name was Sister Graham. And I, I don't know what church she belonged to before, but um, it was definitely one where you could praise the Lord. Amen. You know, during yeah. church and stuff. And so yeah. she would throughout wow. all of church. Praise the Lord. And it, I missed the days when Sister Graham wasn't there because because <laughs> we need more of that, I think, at church. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come to the gospel. Come, come with all the greatness that you have within you and you share it with others. So. Well, listen, thank you so much for yeah. having me. Um, it's yeah. been great to see you. I Tell your know. husband, I wish he was here. I love the way he talks. Um, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could hear his accent. His good old boy <laughs> Southern accent. Love it, love it. <laughs> well, it was good to talk to you again, Yohosh. And you as well. I look forward to all the work that you're going to do in music and see you as you guard music. You are a true guardian of music. And I thank you for you as well. Your thank work. you for giving a voice so. to those who love God and then love the Savior. So thank yep. you. Yep, absolutely. All right. I hope you have a great day. You too. <laughs> See ya. And talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Guardians of Virtue podcast. Please don't forget to give us a follow. And if you have time, please leave a review. Peace out, dudes.